Hey, what's going on, everybody, and welcome back to Off the Bar with Rob and Joey. I'm Joey. And I'm Rob. And it's finally back. Like, the NHL season has started. Today's Friday, the f- October 5th. So we've been in it for two days. Two great days of hockey. Yeah. Let me tell you. <laughs> we got to see John Tavares' inaugural game vers- with the Leafs, and he scores in that. But Austin Matthews was the hero, so... It's his team. It's his team. You heard it here first. <laughs> and then uh, San Jose shit the bed in Eric Carlson's debut. but And I should have bet Bunny on Anaheim, but I didn't because I'm a big pussy. So. Yeah, well, dude, I thought the Sharks were going to crush it, man. When you said, when we were watching that game, though, and you said, oh, this is another Toronto situation, I'm like, yeah. So just as like a heads up, too, that game with uh, – with Toronto and Tavares scoring and Austin Matthews being the hero, that's great and all. But that was my easy game. I had a lot of money on that game. <laughs> and yeah. Not a lot of money. Just a lot of money compared to my little baby $1 bets. So, <laughs> But I that was supposed to be the easy walkaway game of the night. And I almost lost because Montreal put up a fight. Carey well, Carey Price, Price put up a yeah. fight. Yeah. Well, yeah, but they didn't almost play scored, bad, yeah. too. They almost scored. Yeah. Like, they didn't, like, take – they did not go down – Without a fight, Montreal, dude. That was they were supposed to walk into a, like a six goal lead. In my yeah. head, they had already won, covered any sort of spread there was, and they pushed that shit to overtime. It's like, damn. Yeah, I think I said it when I was over your house. Like the Washington and Boston score should have been the Leafs versus Montreal score, yeah. and the Boston and uh, Washington game should have been three to two in overtime. Yeah. Well, not by how the teams played, because Washington shit all over boston smoked them dude that's that's something to talk about because like i like the capitals i still think they're good and then anyone who listened to the previews knows that we still think that they're good but that we also think that they weren't going to repeat and we think that they were i thought that they were going to look sluggish and they were still going to be good because they're good they have good players and stuff but i did not think that they were going to come out like that that is a really good sign for washington yeah, I mean, they're already setting up to make me look like an asshole for putting them in fourth. Yeah, for <laughs> real, for real. Even yesterday's game. I know the Pens beat them, and they got to get it together, but they they've sh- scored 13 sports, goals in yeah. two days. 13 nice goals in two days. Did you see, um, what was it, Brooks Orpik finally scored his like first goal in like three years? <laughs> oh, really? <laughs> well, he, I think he's scored in the playoffs, but... He hasn't had a regular season goal since like, like two thousand, like March of like two thousand sixteen or something like that. Holy shit! And he finally had one the other night. Yeah, um, but yeah, dude, the Caps looked like they just won the Stanley Cup. So that's that's scary. Yeah, and I mean, even though like they ended up winning, it's it's not a good first game by uh, Matt Murray. Oh no! He they scored in the first two shots. Did he get pulled or did he play that whole game? I didn't watch. I think he played the whole game. Okay. I didn't watch it either. I was listening to it on the on the radio actually, and that's when I texted you like, "Oh my god!" Like the Capitals are coming out because they, yeah, they scored on their first two shots of the game. But I was even gonna say too, like, you don't want to lose seven to six, and you can't do that every night. But I think October usually is uh, pretty high scoring, more so because. I think it's harder to shake the rust off for defensemen and goalies than it is for the forwards. So 
their offense being that scary, I'm not really too concerned that they gave up seven to Pittsburgh on day two after getting a shutout in their first game against Boston. Yeah, absolutely. I think I, that, I don't think that, it's that, a, I think it's a problem for like Pittsburgh. Yeah, like <laughs> yeah. I don't really think I don't know. I don't know if it's that much of a problem. I mean, I still think that the Caps can be in trouble if like Hopi doesn't have a good season because they don't have the safety net of Grubauer anymore. Which is why I just, that's the only reason why I really picked them to finish in fourth. Because I'm like, they're going to lose some wins, probably. Um, with not being able to put in, like, a, a good backup. Well, I don't know. I mean, the kid that they have could be good. I just don't think he's played a lot of NHL games, so. Yeah. I think it's yeah, still early, know. though. And he did post a shutout in his first game. Actually, yeah. I who who was in goal last night for the Caps? It could have been that Copley kid, but I I don't know. Um, here, I'll pull up the box score. Fact check that shit. Let's see. Braden Holpe. Okay, so he dude, played he was back on a back-to-back, back. Back too. Yeah. He was on a back-to-back. Back I just, I think you're right. I think the Pens have more to worry about giving up that with, and with how Matt Murray played. Although well, I yeah, guess because he, at least he rebounded, like, but. At least Braden Holpe started out the season with a, with a shutout. Yeah. And not that, I mean, Matt Murray could have a shutout, like, tomorrow or whatever. Dude, it was also a shutout to a, supposedly a good team. And I actually yeah. don't say supposedly. It was a good team. They did play, like, shite, but but it was yeah. to a good team. It's not like they started the year against, like, Ottawa and he got a shutout. Like, he, he like, had a straight-up shutout against the, the Boston Bruins um, with everything that they had. And, yeah, um, but the, the Penguins, you're right. I mean... I, again, it's only day one, so I'm, I say when I say worry, maybe not like worry, worry, but I, I was yeah. like looking at it and it was like there was like some article. I think no one tells their fans like what's up because like I saw some article um, and it was just like penguins like deliver on like role reversal, like saying that like, oh, well, they got to start their season off against the Stanley Cup champs instead of like the other way around versus the Capitals. And uh. it's just like you guys didn't play great. <laughs> like you still yeah. gave your goalie, your young stud goalie, gave up a fucking six goals, dude. Or unless they pulled him, I think he played the whole game, though. I really do. Um, yeah, no, I think he did. Yeah, that dude yeah. played the whole game, <laughs> and he so he only had twenty four saves. And yeah, and I mean, on top it of that, like, who scored for you guys? Like, you know, it, I don't know. It's your your dudes had to had to show up, man. And like, I mean, all the guys for so far this season, all the guys for. Um, the Caps have showed up. I mean, what, Ovi's got three already because then he scored two night one? I think he did. I don't know. He yeah. at least had no, a couple no, assists he had, if he did. Um, he, I think he had a goal and an assist. Okay. So, but he's already got three points at least in the first two games. Um, Kuznetsov gets another assist last night. Connolly, Nick Backstrom, John Carlson puts up a goal and assist, which I think he had the same in the first one. Oshie gets two goals and an assist. Yeah, Kuzi was the one who had um, the two goals on the first game. Yeah, That's Ovi right. had a goal yeah. and an assist, both of which on the power play. Yeah, I mean, and the guns came out for Pittsburgh too in that game. I mean, because uh, Latang gets three two. points, uh, Malkin gets three points, Crosby had two, Dumlin had two, Gensel had two goals, Castle had two assists, Schultz had two assists. So. Yeah, but that's the thing. That's the one thing that you're going to question about the Penguins, though, too, is, like, that depth. Yeah, after so that. Your right. big guys scored on, on night one. Like, 
congratulations. Yeah. <laughs> I would hope so. I would yeah. hope that, like, Sid and, and Mal can show up to their first game ready to go. And I would hope Latang does, too. I don't know. Again, not saying that they need to worry. It was a, a good win on their their part. But I just think, like, saying, like, oh, like, they did great in, like, this, like... Like, I feel like calling it a role reversal was just trying to, like... It's like a backhanded, like, bragging about how you've won the Stanley Cup twice, like, recently. You know what I mean? Yeah. And, and, and then you play the Capitals, and they're the ones who, like, got weren't there like i feel i felt it was a little passive aggressive of a thing for them to say especially after a back and forth game like that yeah it's not, I mean, it's not a, one, a real opinion to have i think yeah i mean it'd be one thing if they like dominated them but it's like yeah you guys still played like shit it wasn't like you got neither neither the teams are gonna be like looking at the these games for like highlights because yeah it, well i didn't watch like i said but it probably wasn't the greatest game I listened great to it, game it started like real exciting so. for the Capitals, actually. Yeah. <laughs> but other shit happened that, uh, the first two games, too. So, But I um, I guess we already talked about how Washington just clobbered uh, the, the, the Bruins. So that was night one. Yeah. And uh, like I said, hockey's really come back with, uh, with like a bang. Oh, and did you uh, – and night one, because I – after you left, like we, we all, you know, were watching it at my house – on uh, on Wednesday night after you left I watched like most of those other games like I didn't catch like the ending but I got to see uh Pedersen score his first goal I the saw f- the highlight yeah that... the flames really let me down but Pedersen yeah. he looks like the real the real deal yeah yeah nice I saw goal. that goal it, it was like an absolute snipe like in and out right off like right in and out right over the shoulder yeah yeah, and that was pretty good too, because like, I don't know. I think a lot of rookies too, if they're especially if they're known more for their playmaking, get a little nervous in their situations and tend to be a little bit pass first. That dude took one look over, saw his, the defenseman was covering that pass, and just rocketed that shit right in. And it was like yeah. it was real smooth. I'm just saying, like Nico's great, but like his rookie year, he would do that too, where there were times where he should have shot, and he really looked for that pass because he's known more for his passing and right. That dude just, he did the right thing. He just ripped that shit. It was awesome. And he had a nice little, uh, like, he, like, he played good. Like, I was watching a lot of that game. Like, even the other shit he was doing, like, he, he, he did good. Definitely yeah, I actually, I didn't even realize that Vancouver had won that game. Well, I didn't watch because it was past my bedtime um, <laughs> by that point. But I honestly, I well, I didn't know who won the whole time. And then I, like... Just like right as we started talking about, it, I looked at the box score and it said that they won five to two. <laughs> I watched almost all of that game, um, and then I went to bed way before the Sharks started losing by five. But um, dude, another thing, uh, dude, I, Hurdle's goal. Did you see that? The no. Shorty, the shorty. Oh, dude, it was nice, man. He like basically. He almost got sprung on, like, a breakaway, like, shorthanded, right? You got to look at the replay. So, like, he, the, the defenseman caught him. So instead of, like, still just going and, like, shooting it or whatever, he, like, cut and, like, started going to, like, the corner to, like, make a play instead. He just, like, gave up on his breakaway, which I know from experience is hard to do. You don't want to give up on that breakaway. You usually do something stupid even though you're beat. 
and yeah. uh, and dude, he came like defender came at him, dude, and he just pulled this little move, like put it right through his legs, and just like walked in and just like fucking put a nice goal, and it was it was it was nice. I know the Sharks lost, but they should be happy about that one when Hurdle is like showing up with like moves and shit. It was a really good play. Yeah, really good play. And I have no idea what happened after that. It's all downhill from there. But um, talk about depth scoring. Adam Henrique getting me fantasy points on night one. That's what I'm saying. Yeah, him and Raquel. <laughs> yeah, him and Raquel. You're damn right, man. If only Fowler showed up to the friggin' game. <laughs> yeah. Good for the Sharks, though. Even though they lost that first game, I still think they look good. I think that they... Need a, um, I think they need to get used to having Carlson, and their their blue line looks a lot different than it used to be. I think there's some responsibilities hanging in some other dudes' hands. Um, but I actually think their offense looked pretty good, even though they only scored two goals. And um, and that's what I really questioned about them. I think when when Carlson wakes up, um, and if Martin Jones has you know a better game, they 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 look good. They they, they definitely look good, even though they lost opening night. Yeah, no, I think I think that they'll be fine. They'll get it together. I mean, this is the first like real game, you know. Yeah. One hundred percent speed all the way through. You know, preseason's just not the same. Yeah, I don't think anyone should be worried about them. I think they're still very scary. They're looking at top contenders, but um, and the Ducks should be proud. I just worry if their rookies are going to be able to handle it and be that consistent. But they played yeah. a good game. Definitely give credit to the younger guys and to, you know, these dudes that they didn't think were going to be playing in these upper roles because Kessler and Perry and people are usually around. But right. like I said, dude, I don't think Kessler's taken Adam Henrique's job. I think that he's their number two center. I don't think. Yeah, I don't think he will. You well, previously, people would have expected that to happen, though. And I think well, that, yeah. as, as a definite, I don't think that that's going to happen now, just seeing what's happening over there. Yeah, I mean, it could happen, but, I mean, he would really have to, like, come back, be, like, completely rejuvenated. He'd have to be, and, like, three years younger, like, at least. Well, that's probably true. <laughs> so, what do you think about this 20-game suspension? Oh, I think it's... I hope you didn't pick up Tom Wilson in fantasy for the hits. That's what I think. But uh, I I think that it's warranted. I think that it's about... And I don't even hate Tom Wilson. Here's the thing. There's yeah. a lot of players that I hate. And um, and I do think that Tom Wilson's dirty. Again, I'm not going to... I'm not going to take that and say that, like, he's undeserving of this. I think he absolutely deserves it. But I actually don't not like him. I wish that he was just as tough. And he's he's proved to have the skill. I just wish he would stop the shenanigans. And if this helps him stop the shenanigans, and he can still be their tough guy and, you know, use the skills that God gave him instead of, like, having to be an asshole, then... I think it could be really. Um, I think it could be really helpful. Uh, but I, I just, uh, I don't know. What, what do you? I mean, what do you think? I, it was definitely a dirty hit. No, I mean, I'm. I think I'm in pretty much the same thing. I mean, I think that Tom Wilson is a scumbag, but I don't think that he has to be. Like, I feel <laughs> like if he would just play the game normally, or like you, you don't have to like give up your game or whatever. Like, you could still hit people. Um, you know, you could still, you know, be, be in like the dirty areas and not play dirty and like get the job done. 
But, I mean, like, it's kind of like, it doesn't seem like he's learning anything. Yeah, and I feel like, I feel like other teams don't, like, fall for his shit as much anymore. And, like, what I mean is, is, like, you know who, like, leads the, the league the past, like, I think two or just last year and I'm, like, drawn, drawn penalties? Matt Kachuk. And oh. I feel like that used to be, I'm maybe not lead leaguing, but I feel like that used to be Tom Wilson's thing where it worked on the other team so they would, like, fuck with him back. Like, that time he, like, killed um, Vizhnovsky in the playoffs and, yeah. like, the whole rest of the series, the Islanders were more worried about hitting him in the balls than winning and the Caps won the rest of the series every other game. Like, every yeah. game that was left in that series, they killed them. Um, it used to work. Now I feel like people are just, like, who cares? Like if Tom Wilson hits me like that, he's gone. Like you know what I mean? Like right, I like now like now he's suspended, now. and I feel like he doesn't do it as good. Like like there there's a difference between getting under the other team's skin and um and doing what he did to. I, I don't even know who he hit this time, but it was uh, bad. Oscar Sundquist. Yeah, and the thing is that Vishnovsky hit. If I'm saying his name right, I didn't even think that was a dirty hit. I was like wondering at the time, like really, why is everyone bugging out? But this last one was, and the, the well, previous the have been. Yeah, and that's the thing is, like, this one, comparatively to, like, other Tom Wilson hits, isn't, isn't probably that bad. I mean, Sunquist's face looks like it was that bad. And I'm not <laughs> saying it wasn't a dirty hit, but comparatively, like, at least he had the puck this time. Um, he did cut into the middle. But at the same time, that was a preseason game. Like, did you really yeah. have to smoke the guy in the preseason game? Did you really, like, and that's the thing. It's like, if this hit is, like, six inches to Wilson's left, he gets him right in the shoulder and it's clean. Yeah, yeah, honestly. And my problem was, was he was co- coming from behind him, too. Like, it looked like an old, like, Scott Stevens, like, hit. Yeah. Um, But, like, Tom Wilson doesn't play de- defense, and Tom Wilson came from behind, dude, too. And dude clearly let the puck go. I think it was funny when you said at least he had the puck this time, because he did. Well, but um, he, yeah, he was. It, it was at least in the vicinity. I mean, other like Tom Wilson hits, like it's been long gone for like three seconds. Yeah, like at least he just shot it within like a. a oh yeah, it was quick. But I don't. I don't think that he needed to lay that dude out either. That dude wasn't getting past his two defensemen. Yeah, right. I don't know, man. I mean, he got a five-minute major and he was ejected in that game. He's been suspended. This will be the fourth time in the last 105 games that he's been suspended. And that's not even including, well, obviously not including the hit on Brian Dumoulin last year, which he probably should have been suspended for. Yes, I just, my real talking point of this, because like I said, I like Tom Wilson. I think if he stops the nonsense, he's actually a pretty good player. I think... uh, I think that really the talking point of this is just how the NHL is going to handle it because now I think that you've set a precedent with Tom Wilson where you're like, all right, homie, you do this shit, we're going to start giving you 20 games. So is he going to get 20 games when he does this um, in April, like when, like right when the playoffs like are getting ready to start and the Caps right. need him? Or does yeah. he get three for the same type of hit? Because then you're not, you don't have continuation there. Then you're not setting a precedent you're just favoring shit and I, I that's what i fear is going to happen is that later on he's going to pull the same shit and they're not going to give him another 20 games they're going to give him like three they're going to do what they did to like landis and they're gonna be like well he served his time he's better now and it's like 
that was last year. What do you mean? Like, <laughs> yeah, yeah. That's something I wanted to talk about too. Was like, I feel like if the NHL had just been consistent over the last two years, whatever. Whenever George Peros took over and everything just went to fucking hell because George Peros probably shouldn't be in charge of this. Yeah. If they would have just, if they would be consistent throughout, like. If he got suspensions that he probably really deserved, or anybody, if anybody got suspensions that, like, Marshan, if he would got suspensions that he deserved, and whoever else, like, I don't think people would be that mad at this, but they went from the last, he's only been really suspended four regular season games, he got suspended three playoff games and two preseason games in the last four suspensions that he's gotten. Oh, that's not even that bad. Right, so they went from four regular season games to, well, really three preseason games, or three uh, playoff games, because that was the last one, to 20 regular season games. That's why I feel like when he appeals this, it's probably getting dropped to 15 because there's like no, like not that there has to be a gradual buildup, but like he got suspended less for probably worse hits. Yeah, yeah. And those three playoff games, though, I think their argument was it was really like seven regular season games. Like right. it was worth yeah. more. But That's fine. But, I mean, again, if the, the punishment needs to fit the, the crime, and I think that I'm all about making it safer. I like hard hitting. I like fighting. I don't like cheap shots. And that shit can all go away. I'm cool with it. So I'm, I'm fine with it. I just – Martian's never going to get 20 games. Unless Marchand kills Sidney Crosby, he will never see more than a three-game suspension. Mark my words. And and that's bullshit. And it's just because Marchand's that much better than Tom Wilson. Like, why don't we talk about that, too? Do you think Marchand's going to get any games for that instigator fight that he had no, against he Eller? Already, they already said that he's not, and then he probably yeah. should. Yeah, hell yeah, he, he probably should. He at least should have gotten something. Uh, yeah, I mean... Like he they threw him out of the game, it. but there was like what five minutes left in that game. Like it wasn't like early, was it? He no, got thrown out in the early. third period, I think. Right? Yeah, there was like less than seven minutes left. That's insane. That's insane, dude. And I'm just, I mean, I think Eller got a little bit ahead of himself, but you're allowed to do that. And I think Martian kind of, like, dude well, yeah, didn't I mean, actually want to fight him. Like, right? If he would have went up to him and they squared up. And they both agreed to drop him. That's cool. But you can't just, like, jump the dude because you yeah. celebrated in front of your bench. Fuck you. Like, that's that's allowed. Like, don't allow seven goals. Yeah, I was about to say just play better then. Yeah. And if people want to act cocky, I'm all about, like, give it to him on the ice, dude. Give it to him on the ice. Like, there's no reason that you had to jump him. Just next time he touches that puck, do your job and lay his ass out. Like, I'm okay with... A hard-hitting, mean game. But, like, don't jump people, especially, like, again, be better. Like, that's, you guys are, and do I think that Eller should have did that? I think when you're winning by seven and you're the Stanley Cup champ, no, he probably didn't have to do that. But I think it's within his right to be an asshole. Um, And if the game was closer, I absolutely would say, yeah, I don't care if Eller does that at all. If that was like if the game was like three to two and that like gave them an insurance goal and he did that, like absolutely. Like fucking shove it in their face. Um but yeah. they were getting wrecked. So he might be he might have gotten a little ahead of himself, but Yeah, I mean the thing that's gonna I think piss people off the most is if like the NHL doesn't start coming with like some kind of consistency 
for how they're handing out suspensions. Like, I get, like, reputation or, you know, pet or previous, you know, offenses and stuff like that plays into it. And I feel like Wilson kind of got, like, he got his because of, like, things that he's done in the past. Not It's not all, be, he didn't get just 20 games for this hit. Because if they say that, it's bullshit. Like, there's no way that he's not getting, like, his past due. Yeah. So, I don't know. Like, I, the NHL just, in general, needs to be more consistent with everything. And they're, they kind of, like, addressed it last year. It's like, oh, well, you can't see everything. And it's like... Yeah, you we can. Re- yeah, it's like we review things now. Yeah, like, I don't we- care if it has. Like, I don't like. I do care because I honestly don't want the game to take forever. But it's like, if it's got to take five hours to get through the game, we can see everything. And it's like you have you're paying people to do this, dude. Like, it's not it's- like when we send it to Toronto to review a goal, you're not sending it to one guy. There's probably twenty guys in a fucking room watching every single game. Yeah, not and. More. Dude, I would understand if the refs were like, hey, you can't catch everything. But does player safety not watch the entire game of every game? Is there not someone from player safety watching every game from start to finish? If there isn't, like, hire more people. Like, if something gets let go during a game, you should still be able to catch it later. Like, you know what I mean? And and it's right. and even and if it's that obvious in a game, too, like... And the game has stopped because everyone saw it. Then I don't really care if the refs didn't didn't see it or not. Like last year when like um like when Hedman speared fucking Nico in the balls during that playoff game, I like nothing happened. It's like we've literally stopped the game for people to yell and scream about how mad they are, and it's it's like being showed on the big board right now, and like nothing happened. Yeah. It's just like oh, because I didn't, I wasn't watching it when it happened. Like we're watching it right now. Like, yeah. what do you mean? Like, I don't... It's yeah, so I mean, stupid. It's, it's, one thing, it's one thing, like, I'll get it. Like, I'll give them whatever. Like, if, you know, you missed it, then, you know, I don't like the fact, like... I feel like it happened to the Flyers. Like, we went to, like, a TV timeout, and then we came back with, like, a penalty for something that, like, the refs clearly missed. Like, we had played for, like, 45 more seconds, no arm raise, no nothing. We come back from a TV timeout with a penalty. And I'm like, what the fuck? Like, that never happens. Like, you don't get to watch the replay now. Like, I get, like, that should be a thing, I guess. But it's like, no one else gets to do that. No, I don't think I that th- in-game, well, if they miss it. But I do think fine. if it, if it ends in something where the play stopped, and then, or if it's something that happens after the whistle. If it's something that happens after the whistle, and the refs just don't see it because they're skating over to the face-off circle, and everyone and their mom just saw it, and the guy's, like, in the broadcast booth and everything, and the game is stopped, like, yeah, like, I don't care if your back was turned. That's a shitty excuse. I don't I don't want to start seeing penalties where, like, three minutes ago something happened, and they let it play, and then they go to a timeout, and then right. someone's like, look, look, look what they did. No, I don't like yeah, that. Yeah, but player safety needs to be addressing these things. Yeah. If and, it's warranted. And they should have someone watching these fucking games. Because clearly, like, shit gets let go all the time. Player safety I mean, is not my favorite. They, I do not understand what they're doing. And I think that they have to have some balls. If they really want hockey to not become a concussion fest like football and have, like, people's brains being scattered and the suicide rates and the whole nine and... and like, when Tom Wilson does this shit, you give him 20 games. And when Brad Martian does that shit, you give him 20 fucking games. And, and the shit will stop. Because there's no way 
There's no way. The like, dude, if Brad Marchand doesn't stop after he gets 20 games, the Bruins will just cut him. They'll be like, we're not going to pay you anymore. You have to stop doing that. So we're not going to pay you that much money. We need you to be like, we need you to score 80 points again, dude. <laughs> yeah. Or you can go fuck off. And <laughs> Yeah, I mean, that's the thing. It's like the NHL has all the power to do this. It's like if you want people to stop like getting like speared in the nuts, it's like then you need to start handing out suspensions and fines after the fact, regardless if there was a penalty called. Yeah. And again, dude, well, shit. Because it happened last whistle, night. When so I was dumb. watching the when I was watching the Flyers game or whatever, we were already up five to one or whatever. So I'm not mad at the goal that was allowed because of it. But we're on the power play and Ghost is like he gets like tapped once on his hands and then he gets like two good ones and then he gets one up under right in the nuts by and who he turned by nosick oh fuck that guy <laughs> um then he i mean he doesn't get like not like nikos but he gets tapped or whatever you could see like he it kind of winced him a little bit and then he like he as he's as it happens he's like sending it into the middle while he turns the puck over and it goes into like a shorthanded goal whatever i'm not mad at like the turnover or whatever but it's like one, he got slashed three times and hit in the nuts, and there was no penalty. So. That's what I mean, dude. Someone And it's like, you can't call everything, or else there'd be penalties all the time. Like, I'm not trying to take the little things that players get away with, but it's like, you can't hit people in the nuts. That should be a universal rule in sports. Like, yeah. <laughs> that's just like man code. I wouldn't kick someone in the nuts unless my life depended on it. Anything like, less than my life depended on it, I'd never hit another man in the nuts. <laughs> That's man code. Who does that? I don't yeah. know. I just, I think you're right. I think that they need to do something about it, but who cares? I mean, the episode's not devoted to that. I just think more so over than wondering about what Tom Wilson did wrong is I'm very curious what the over-under is for what his next suspension is going to be. I'll bet more than anything it's under 20 if it's any time in the next in the next calendar year if it happens it's under 20 games it really depends on on how much yeah i mean (laughs) it really depends on how much they're trying to make an example out of it like if they're if they're now like pegged on him like all right this fucking guy i mean because they like they when they did the whole like analysis or whatever of the hit and the suspension terms they like used like this is an unprecedented like thing that's happening whatever so like they're not happy about it but they also shouldn't have been happy about any of the other ones and he got less than five games for all of them yeah and i'm 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 curious to see about who else gets suspended this year we'll see and martian got a tap on the wrist for literally just destroying like marcus johansson last year with that elbow and the concussion and it's 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 completely backwards like the way that they that they do it and so we'll see if this could be a sign for good things to come. Like, hey, we're cracking down on the nonsense. We're going to leave the other shit alone, but we're cracking down on the nonsense. Um, or it could just be like a, hey, look at us. It's the beginning of the year and we can afford to suspend Tom Wilson without anyone getting too mad at us about it. So we'll yeah. see. I mean, I'm, I we have our own scumbag. I don't fucking like Radko Gudis, really. I mean, I think that he's better than fucking Andrew McDonald, but I don't like him. I got a lot of... Uh, I lost a lot of respect for him when Travis Ajak beat the shit out of him that time. I was like, this guy's not so tough. (laughs) 
<laughs> I didn't Ajax really care about the business, that. dude. <laughs> I more lost it. Well, not lost the respect. I didn't really care about Radko Gudis or whatever. But when he got like one punched by Bexa, oh, like that Superman that punch, too. I'm like, all right, come on, homie. You gotta like defend yourself. Like at least look like you have some kind of like reaction. Dude, Bexa fucking one punches like one hit yeah. KOs though. That dude, yeah. dude could have been a boxer. <laughs> he yeah. probably chose the wrong career. <laughs> wow, Gudis is one of the dudes that that happened to. Because I've no, I know he's done it a few times. So yeah, that was like last year, I think. <laughs> yeah. Well, Gudis, dude, he he's not the worst though. He's had some questionable ones, but to be fair, he's just a big guy. I mean, I just think yeah, I think that he's big. He kind of gets. He doesn't get the benefit of the doubt. And yeah. I think that he's kind of an idiot. Yeah, because not... Another thing is, is I think that they... I like how they do the descriptions. But one time I looked at a description. I think it was the Marshand on Johansson, actually. And they gave, like, every reason why he shouldn't be suspended were the exact reasons I thought he should. I, I forget what it is. I'll have to rewatch it. But I was just like, that doesn't make sense. But obviously some people are bigger than others. Like... I remember, like, Larson, like, killed this dude one time when he played for us. But it was just because dude was, like, a foot shorter than him. And Larson just, like, just, like, just braced himself for, like, a hit. And dude just, like, basically killed himself on Larson's shoulder, like, right in the face. And people were like, suspend him. And I'm like, what? He's just taller. And he just didn't want to get destroyed by this four-foot midget guy from Vancouver. Like, what do you mean? Yeah, that's what happened last (laughs) year. Because or I don't know, I think it was last year. Like Provorov killed Marshan, one of the greatest. I Provorov had probably two of my favorite hits of all time. He killed Marshan, and ironically, he killed fucking Tom Wilson too. Well, he didn't kill Tom Wilson, but he stepped yeah. him and he put his, put him on his fucking ass. Yeah. But yeah, it was like the same thing. Like Provorov didn't really step up on Marshan. He kind of like got in his way and let Marshan run into him. And because <laughs> like Provorov's like six foot two. And Marshan's like five eleven on a good day, probably. Yeah. He like runs right into like face first, and every and like just a bunch of people on Twitter are like, yeah, suspend Pro Rough. Why wouldn't it's like <laughs> he just ran? He didn't even hit him. He just let <laughs> yeah. him hit bounce off him. I feel like that's what happened last year too with the Severson hit on Marshan. He thought he was gonna get around him for an easy like empty netter, and he just tried to hop on the other side, and Severson just didn't move and just caught him like yeah he just put his shoulder down and didn't hit him in the head or anything either like there was no thought of suspension there it was a really clean hit but as like a comparison like that's another thing like that dude tries to pull a move every once in a while on a dude that's bigger than him and the bigger guy is just like oh no like yeah (laughs) no you're not gonna score an easy open netter on me just because like i was so proud of severson too he put that fucker down (laughs) oh yeah man (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> yeah, I also don't think they should go suspension crazy, but, like, there's obvious repeat offenders, and there's obviously non-accidents, and that Tom Wilson hit was a non-accident. Well, yeah, that's, that's like, the thing. It's, like, the there's a thing, literally it's a thing, where the refs, like, and we, we talk about this all the time, the refs can mean to blow the whistle, and oh, I'm like, God. that doesn't make any goddamn sense, but we can't determine intent for when, like, someone's trying to literally kill someone. See, like, yeah. that's not a thing. <laughs> like, what do you mean? It's not. That meaning to blow the whistle thing bothers me so much. We had a goal called back one time. We had a goal yeah. called back because they... It hasn't happened as much recently. 
but he, I feel like it's it, yeah. like there was one season, like maybe not last year, but the year before, where we at least lost two goals to it as well. Yeah, I think we lost one to it last season just because they said like, oh, the goalie covered it. But the one that bothered me the most was when we were on a like a delayed pa- pa- like a delayed penalty, so we were basically on a power play, like we emptied our net, and. Yeah. They, like, the Ducks, like, I guess touched the puck, like, hardly at one point, um, but didn't have possession. So they didn't call the play dead, and then we scored. And then they called it back and said, well, the play should have stopped where the Ducks touched it right there. And I was like, that was 40 seconds ago. It's like, what the fuck do you mean? And it's they didn't have clear possession. Like, change the rule. Like, what do you, what? Ah, it was so upsetting. It was such a nice goal, too. I was like, dude, what do you mean you meant to blow the whistle? I'd fire you that's the solution i think that we need to keep refs and player safety like we need to like know their names (laughs) i'm not acting crazy i'm not talking about kill them i just mean like they should have to explain themselves i'm all for just like the players have to come up and talk after games they should have to do exit interviews after every game yeah and bad calls should be dude if i if i do something and it's really really bad at work I have a talking to about it. And if it's bad enough, they'll fucking suspend me. Like, you know what I mean? Yeah. I don't understand. That's your job. That's your job, and you're probably getting paid. We've looked it up, how to be hockey refs, because that's the dream. But well, yeah. those guys make what? Like, six figures to, like, call games? Like, they can be better. Like, yeah. <laughs> it's it's not like it's like uh Like, I'm not saying fire all of them. I'm just saying on, on something awful, like... They should. There should be a like a department if there's not like going to these refs and being like, why? Like why? Like I have to explain myself. Like I said, when I do something fucked up at work, I don't understand why they wouldn't. Yeah. Yeah, I don't know. I'm not happy with a lot of of like official calls and player safety things that are going on right now. I think it's probably the worst part of the game for me right now. Yeah. So, especially last year. Last year like, was the worst, I think. Yeah. At With least the offsides rulings too. Yeah. Dude, we had like three calls in like two di- in like no, like three calls in like three games like called back because yeah, of either goaltender interference or offsides. It was like every it was becoming like a daily tradition. Like we basically were just like, well, we have to score one extra goal cuz one of them's getting taken away and it's God damn it, that goal would have been Taylor Hall's 40th, too. Instead, he's a goddamn 39-goal scorer. It's such bullshit. It's so stupid, dude. It's so dumb. And we lost that game. It's so dumb. Uh, it's, yeah. And I I feel like they're, like, really floundering because they want to grow. And um, I feel like they're not losing viewership, but they, they need to start making more money. And they're really trying to make it high-scoring and appeal to people. And you want to know it doesn't appeal to people like when it's not officiated properly. I feel like yeah, for a newcomer in hockey, on. for an, yeah, like when Nicole and at, like me and Nicole went to the game and like she had questions about like, oh, why didn't that count and why is that a penalty and stuff? I, as an avid hockey fan, shouldn't have to say I don't know. Right. <laughs> I yeah. should be able to be like that happened because of this and it was a good call. Like, or that happened because of this, and it was a bad call. I shouldn't be confused. I watch hockey almost every day of the season. Like, yeah. I should never be confused on what a call is. Like, I don't know where they get these rules. And 
it's really disappointing for newcomers, and it that is going to kill the sport before good defensive play is. Like, <laughs> yeah, man, yeah. No, you're right. It's exactly right because it's like I used to know what goaltender interference was, and now I don't. <laughs> yeah, it's I, like I saw so much inconsistency in goaltender interference just in Flyers games alone. So I like, I mean, well, I know some stuff that happened in like games around the league but like i can only imagine on like the whole scale of like games where bad goaltender interference calls are like changing the path of the game and stuff like that yeah but it's just like it was so crazy just in like the flyers games alone that i'm yeah it's frustrating and i think it really is just problem with the refs accountability whatever whoever their bosses are and um, and they're training because I think what it is is too is that they give these guys the rule books, and they've probably done it in juniors and the AHL and in other places their whole life, and they're probably mostly great people <laughs> who just love the sport. Um, but they have a completely different interpretation of what it is than the other one. Like I, and it's not only for goaltender interference. Like I remember there was one game we played the Penguins where same play, so Hall got hooked on a breakaway and Sid got hooked on a breakaway, same exact way. Five minutes between each other. Sid got a penalty shot and we didn't. It's like, because there was a different ref on that end of the ice than there was down there. And it's just like, do you even sit these guys down at the beginning of the year and like show them a video and be like, this is what we expect of you for hooking. Like, this is what we call a tripping call. Like, this is what we call goaltender interference. And then just be like, this is what you did last year. Like, this is not goaltender interference. Like, that's something where it's like such a simple concept. Like I said, I work in a job yeah, well, it's like, where we have yeah, team players meetings watch all, tape the time. all the time. Yeah, yeah. Players have to watch tape of things that they did wrong, whether or not it's penalties or miss turnovers or whatever. It's like refs can watch tape. They're on the ice on the camera too. Yeah, and they they should. If you only ref a couple games a week, that's not like you. They they pay you enough where they can they ask don't. more of you. Like I don't. I don't know how the refs get prepared, so they might. Maybe they do, but I just felt like that was a problem. It looked like that some people had a different definition of what of what a penalty looks like than another ref. And like I said, I think it's completely fair to say in a a professional experience. I just at work had to watch something the other day and my boss had to tell me that's how we want this done in this situation. I don't get why you can't apply that to a professional sport. Like, it yeah. doesn't make sense to me. It's, I don't know. But maybe it's a too much ranting and raving. But like I said, I think it's turning off. It's it's disheartening to newcomers. And, um, and hopefully it gets better this year because it was a lot last year. I, it was, it was, it shouldn't be causing me so much stress. Yeah. <laughs> I've got too many other things important in my life that stress me out. I don't need hockey to be one of them, too. <laughs> but, uh, <laughs> yeah, so it's open season on the Capitals because they don't have Tom Wilson for 20 games. So there you go. All right, what did you have? You wanted to say something before we started. Oh, I just, again, I'm going to be a homer, and we're going to talk about this a little bit, but everyone's had their moment, and a lot of teams got to play their first game. Did you hear Jesper Bratt broke his jaw in practice? Uh, I did. I saw that today. So now he can't even play in Sweden in front of, like, his family and shit. I feel so bad. Yeah, that sucks. And now we have to pay Drew Stafford $800,000 again, and... <sighs> 
I just, oh, it's just such bad luck. I was, I'm still so amped for tomorrow. It's not like the end of the world, but I just feel so bad for the kid. And that second line looked like it was what's up. And now I feel like we're going to be like, have like be skating without like one of our feet, man. <laughs> our second line yeah. is not going to be what we thought it was. And that's an important line to, to like, you want to have the second line, have it together. So we'll see. Yeah, that really sucks. I didn't, I didn't see it until today. And I didn't even realize that was the reason. Is that the re- that's the reason why you had to sign Drew Stafford now? Yeah, because he was still on. He was like on a PTO, wasn't he? Still on a PTO, and we had D that kid we picked up off waivers. Like Stafford yeah. may not even play, but it at least expedited the process. And right, I I say that as a joke because I don't care if they re-sign Drew Stafford. He wasn't like bad. Like he's not going to be good, but it's like just to. It's probably better him sitting most of the time there as the extra forward as one of the young kids who could be playing in juniors or something. But, but God damn it, not like this. <laughs> yeah. uh, and it's like, uh, yeah, and, and like so that expedited that whole process, and now I'm going to have to see Drew Stafford opening night instead of my, my little favorite rookie, Jesper. <laughs> yeah. And it sucks, the whole Sweden thing. That's like awful. That's like such bad luck. That's like once in a lifetime, like ripped away because a stray puck hit you in the face the day before. Like, <laughs> yeah. Yeah. yeah, and the, and almost, I don't like it, man. The Oilers are like look like they're gonna come prepared at least. So yeah, I know they're another team that could be poised to make me look like make us both look like an asshole. This yeah, year. yes, they could, but we'll see. I mean, we could still be right. We could just shit on them on fucking. It could be the Connor McDavid show again, but we'll see. Uh, I think it's always going to be the Connor McDavid show. But. Yeah, but if the Oilers should, it, they should at least play good enough for it to be called like the Connor McDavid and Friends show. <laughs> yeah, but I think if they keep not making the playoffs, it's just going to be the Connor McDavid show. <laughs> yeah. Hey, this is uh, as much as um, you know. We said to uh, take Obi first overall. This might be the year that you want to take uh, McDavid. Only because he said that he wants to score more goals. Like, that's his, like, mission. He's like, yeah, I feel like I need to score more goals. So. Yeah. And I don't, and P can do anything, so. He can, and it means he's going to be paying attention more to do it. And as much as I hate Sid, Sid said the same thing and then scored, like, 50 goals almost. He had, like, 40 whatever. And I'm yeah. just like, damn it! <laughs> when players like that say stuff, they really pay more attention to it. Like Connor McDavid thinks the game so slow well, thing. and so Is ready he's... that he actually knows. Like it's it's not even like when I play when I'm just like, oh, do I shoot? Do I pass? I just wing it. Like Connor McDavid knows exactly what the fuck he's doing all the time. <laughs> yeah, and he said he wanted to score more goals. He still scored 41 goals last year. <laughs> I know. It's not. Like, it's cool. not like he scored like 30. <laughs> he's gonna put up like 70 goals that i feel like he won't i feel like he'll put up the same numbers because he's got people to pass to now and if it's not just the Connor mcdavid show but if his team sucks and he's not in the playoffs i think he'll just stop passing it and he will score like 70 goals just be like his teammate will be wide open and he'll just be like nope (laughs) and put on a move and put it between his legs past the goalie or some crazy shit he's like nope 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 this is gonna be my show if you guys are gonna suck like gonna be all connor <laughs> i think that's motivation i think his teammates should be scared i think they should be like all right we we let down connor we need a we need to not suck so he doesn't have to score so many goals <laughs> well yeah i mean they really do need to stop like pissing him off before he sent like he gets rid of all of them 
<laughs> like he's gonna start cutting people <laughs> off that team, whether or not they know it or anybody else knows it. It's just like like no one can convince me otherwise that Sid is not making that team. Yeah, yeah, like that's the reason. Like not saying that he said like get Connor Sheary out of here. But, but he said it, get Connor Sheary out. Well, of here, maybe, so but I, he at least <laughs> said like, "Hey, Sheary, not getting it done anymore. F- fuck off. Like, give me Gensel or give me someone else. <laughs> yeah, switch it. Yeah. Like, remember when Patrick Hornquist used to play on the first line, you and now he Chris plays on the Kunitz? He used yeah. to play on the first line, and now he's in Chicago. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, I do remember when Patrick Hornquist played on the first line. How about that? Yeah, I mean, McDavid's about to, like... I think they... I mean, honestly, I think they should fire Peter Chiarelli and just let McDavid do whatever fuck he wants. That's why I don't think that they'll fire Chiarelli. I think that they're slowly poisoning his water. Um, and then they're just going to weekend at Bernie's. It. It's going to be like in the office when Andy's in charge and he goes on vacation and the dude walks yeah. in and he's like, do 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 thank you, Chiarelli. <laughs> he signs a paper for him. He's like, good. A good trade. That was a good move. <laughs> like he doesn't put a signature anymore. They just start signing everything with his thumbprint. <laughs> yeah, just stamping it. You walk into his office and it's just like a pulley. He's just like, yep. Yeah. <laughs> I honestly, like he, <laughs> yeah, Connor he's McDavid just like tapping away on his keyboard, like he's not really doing anything. He's just tapping. <laughs> it's like Ferris Bueller's Day Off with the dummy. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> the fake voicemail, just like this is Peter Chiarelli here, feeling a little <laughs> under the weather today. <laughs> yeah, dude, Connor McDavid. If he hasn't had that thought to become an ego man, a maniac, and fix his team, I encourage it. He should. <laughs> He should, when people fuck up, he needs to just start giving them that look like a disappointed parent and just been like, you're scratched this weekend. <laughs> like, you're <Yeah>. grounded. <laughs> oh, what's that? You didn't play good in preseason? You're not coming on this vacation to Sweden with us, that's for sure. And that's a that's the funny thing is because everybody, like when um, Dan Biosma got fired from Buffalo. Everybody was, like, giving Jack Eichel shit because they said that he got him fired. And it's like, Buffalo needed something to happen. So Jack Eichel had to get some people fired for them to, like, acquire, like, guys like Jeff Skinner and, like, Connor Sheary and stuff. It was for the best. (laughs) Fuck them. Yeah, true that. What are you going to do, man? Dude, they don't want to waste their careers on a shitty team that they're almost stuck with. Jack Eichel, even before he signed his like contract this year, was at least stuck with them for another five years. So for him to not righteously be like, "What are we doing here?" Like, yeah. is it's fair, dude? It's fair. Jack Eichel has a long way to go before he's twenty eight, and he can Tavares his way onto another team. Yeah. Oh, and I was watching some of that Boston and uh buffalo game last night middlestad looks really good i mean they didn't score obviously but like he looks dynamic he definitely can move the puck around so good he's on my team (laughs) yeah nice yeah man i'm excited for buffalo i I, am i think i'm a lot more confident now in buffalo than i was before they made any trade so yeah yeah definitely all right, so in lesser news, because the season just started, although it was a big deal for me, uh, one of my old favorite players had just called it a, called it retirement. So I just wanted to wish Brian Gianta luck 
Um, I know he's not the all-star of all-stars, but he was a good good player for us, a uh, tenacious little bugger, um, and still holds like some uh, some of our, I think, our goal-scoring record. Um, that was a good year, dude. Um, you should, never should have left Jersey, but... Um, you know, good luck with the the rest of your your life. Again, I love Gio. He was a he was a fun player to watch when he was with the Devils. So yeah, shout out. He was another one of those dudes that uh played great for us and then went somewhere else and just like was yeah, you know, he was all right. But so I'm kind of proud of that that too. So thank you, Gio. And I think you got you got someone you wanted. Yeah, to. and to be fair to him. He retired last year, and I cut it out of the podcast last week because I forgot that we talked about him. So <laughs> apologies for that. I just kind of forgot about that. But, yeah, I mean, um, the other day, Scott Hartnell officially announced his retirement. Um, one of my favorites, he was definitely – we definitely had him for the best portion of his career. You know, former first-round, sixth overall pick in 2000. Ended up playing over 1,200 games. You know, a guy who just seemed like he loved what he did. Like, he loved, like, being, if he had to be the asshole, he was the asshole. You know, he loved to get into it with everybody. Yeah, I mean, Scott Hartnell, he was one of the best that we had, so. And, you know, he kind of made, he definitely made it fun watching, so. Congratulations to Scott Hartnell on his retirement. Probably one of the funnier guys that, I, that I've seen play. He's definitely really fucking funny. So, but yeah, so. It, it's weird because I feel like a couple years ago, I was like thinking like, oh man, like guys like that, they're never going to retire. And now like kids born in like 2000 are like playing in the NHL. Yeah. Kids younger than I am. And I'm pretty young. Yeah, you are still pretty young. That's when I real. That's just like when I realized that like life doesn't oh matter anymore. And the dream well, is over. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah. I know. I'm 25, no, dude. And no more dreams because <laughs> kids born four years after you are already playing in the game. Dude, do you so. know um what's his name? I'm gonna mispronounce it. So Kotkaniemi. Kotkaniemi. Yeah. Um. Yeah. That dude was born in the year 2000. First player yeah. to play in the NHL born in the year 2000, and that just like crushes me. It crushes me that I'm 25 and I'm still not good at hockey. And so next year is going to be the peak of my beer league career. And I'm not even going to be that good. <laughs> it makes me sad. <laughs> but congrats to these guys. I'll always have fun watching. Um, yeah, and those sure. were two good players. And I think it was cool that this is happening at the same time because they were really good role guys, um, good players for like their respective like teams. Like, we got the best out of Giannis' career, and you guys got the best out of Hartnell's career. It's it's kind of fitting to yeah. put them both together, as much as I hate the Flyers. So. <laughs> I'm sure you weren't a big fan of Scott Hartnell, so yeah. not many players who weren't on his team were probably. So Yeah, but, you know, it is what it is, and both were good players, so good luck. Yeah, for sure. Yeah, and both of them will probably, if ever, return to doing anything with hockey, have something to do with those two teams. So, <laughs> I hope so. Those, I mean, I take just about anybody over our current like penalty kill coach. So, <laughs> let it be Scott Hartnell. Yeah, I mean, eventually we're probably going to get Gomez on our radio crew, or because they already gave him the job, but he was like, "No, I want to keep playing," and now he's assistant with the Islanders. So. 
So unless he becomes like coach of the year and he does that and he wants to do that, we'll probably see him back again for us. Yeah. I mean, honestly, I'm just waiting for fucking Kimo Timonen to come back. So I fucking love that guy. And Danny Breer. He's like coaching some fucking team in Maine or something like that. I'm waiting <laughs> for him to come back like and e- see. Like ESHL or whatever it is? I don't know what exactly he's doing. Just a high um, school. <laughs> I don't know if it's that low. I think it's some kind of professional. I just don't know what exactly the league is. But um, I always see, like, he's always around, like, Philly at some point. I think, like, he still lives here. Yo. Well, or he still has a house here because he had kids when he was playing here or whatever. Um, yeah. How funny would yeah. that be, though, if Danny Briere was your high school hockey coach? And he did it somewhere yeah, where, like, dope. they didn't even care about hockey, and they're just like, whatever, and it's like Danny Breer. He's like... <laughs> yeah, like, they don't really know who he is. <laughs> that could it's be like a movie. He's, <laughs> yeah. he's, like, the coach who they, like, there's always whispers, like, yeah, that guy used to be, like, a, a really, like, important NHL player or whatever, and he ju- there's just, like, black and white pictures on the wall <laughs> and stuff like that. Yo, funny story, and I swear to God, this is true. The lead sing- the lead singer of the Misfits used to be my hockey coach. Really? I swear to God. Yeah, if you look him up, Michael Graves, he was from the same town as me, I guess, or somewhere nearby. Um, and like, I wasn't even a big fan. I didn't, I didn't even know. But like, he was like, he was like, yeah, man. And like, it was like, um, it was like the old, like the oldest league that you could play of roller hockey. So it was like we were like, it was like sophomore to like seniors of of rec roller hockey. <laughs> and it was him, and it was some other like deadbeat burnout from like my town. And like, we were the B team. There were two teams in my town. There was one where you had to try out, and if you missed on the tryouts, you made this team. And so we were like, kind of like the bad news bears. We were like smoking cigarettes, like on the bench, and like hitting people and like being douchebags. So we were like those guys. And yeah, he was my, he was the head coach. I was just like, that's so fucking funny. Yeah, that's pretty funny. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> oh, good times. All right. Well, I think that's gonna do it for us this week. Just glad that hockey's back, and it's really back now. Next week. At least the Devils will have had their their season opener. Yeah. When do you guys play after that? That's like after a, Saturday. It better be soon, but not a back. Because you guys could probably have like a break again, like at least like three or four days before you guys even play again. Um, We're going to find out. It's not going to feel as long as it has so far, though, because I'm like itching right now. It's finally tomorrow. Yeah, we don't play again until Thursday, so. Jesus Christ. But then we have a four-game week at the, the week after. That week where we're going to go to that Flyers game, hope. Yeah. But, yeah, at least both our teams will have had a first game. I'm sorry. We talked a lot about other shit, but you probably wanted to talk about oh, yeah, you guys I mean, just won. <laughs> yeah, briefly, like, yeah, Flyers killed it last night. It wasn't perfect. Um, shouldn't have sat back in the second period. But everybody looked good for the most part. I mean... We didn't have to heavily rely on, like, our guys or whatever. We got some good depth scoring, and Elliot looked good. So, you know, it was cool. I'm not going to, like, say, cup, here we come. I mean, if Elliot plays like that all year, then I think we'll be all right. But I'm not going to, like, bet the house on it. So, At the very least, it was a season. It was a good season opener. Oh, if we sure. have a it game like that against sure. the Oilers, I'd be very very happy so yeah for sure it was a good season opener um it was definitely um fun to watch 
Yeah, and the Devils aren't the only ones who haven't had a game yet, right? So next week we I should think have the a lot more to talk played. about. Yeah, the Lightning haven't played, so they won't play till tomorrow. Well, let me look up tomorrow and see who else's first game is tomorrow. Because we're we'll have a lot more to talk about next week about actual hockey too. Yeah, Lightning Panthers. They haven't had a game. Yeah, that might be it. That can't be it for the league. Maybe maybe it is. But um, and obviously yeah, us think- and the and the Oilers. And then yeah, there's it's gonna it's gonna only keep getting better from here. So I'm excited. And we've said it a million times. But well, this yeah, season I mean, because, is gonna like, be special. I promise. Yeah, I mean because. You think about it, like, we should have had, like, John Tavares' first game as a Leaf and Eric Carlson's first game as a Shark should have been, like, headline things. But then nothing really happened. <laughs> like, I mean, Tavares scored. Yeah. Um, I don't know if Carlson had an assist or anything in his game. He looked good um, when I was watching the game. He looked like he was he was damn trying. He, he didn't look bad, but. Yeah. And so I just. Honestly. Yeah. The be- I mean, besides the route of the Bruins by the Capitals, 7 to nothing, and probably that game between Pittsburgh and Washington, like the Flyers and Vegas game is probably the best game that's happened besides those two. So, Yeah, and as we speak, the Hurricanes are tied with the Blue Jackets. So at least when you listen, you know that we're still paying attention, and I'm about to probably turn that on once we're done with this. Yeah. <laughs> Um, let's go Canes. I want to win some money back. <laughs> All right, guys. But yeah, that's going to do it for this week. Um, you can follow us on Twitter at off the bar cast, and you can follow me on Twitter at fuck you Raf. And I'm just Rob Jennings, but that's creative not your Twitter name handle. Pending. Stop telling people that it's not, <laughs> it's not. No. <laughs> what is it then? <laughs> I don't, it's like something but it's followed by a shit ton of numbers one zero five six all right we're gonna fix it clever name pending i'm starting to get on there talking some smack yeah all right but um yeah this has been off the bar with rob and joey and i'm joey this is rob and we'll see you guys next week